by the message of an angel, may, by his passion and cross, be brought to the glory of his resurrection, through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network, Catholic radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is the Good News Show. And good afternoon. It is the Good News Show here on KTH, 910 AM, Guadalupe Radio Network. We're glad you are with us. And if I seem a little bit more at ease and calm, it's because the car raffle season has come to an end. And uh, last Friday, I don't know if you heard or not, I know some people are emailing me and asking, do we get a winner? And we tried to promote it as best we can. Uh, last Friday morning at 710 AM, Central Time on the Catholic Drive Time Show, Joe and the team uh, connected with Midland, and they did the drawing. And so, so we have the audio, right? And so this is very brief. It's about 20, 20, 30 seconds long. This is how it went down. Um, and if you bought tickets, by the way, and you're listening, you're, you were not the winner, okay? So don't be surprised. <laughs> but the winner was from Universal City. But okay, here, here's how it went on Catholic Drive Time. And here we go. Sammy has the name in his hand. And he's about to uh, announce the winner. So go ahead, Sammy, and I'll repeat. Joe, by God's grace, the winner this year of the 2021 uh, Mercedes-Benz GLA 250 Mm -hmm. is Jeannie Knotts. Jeannie Knotts out of Universal City. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. And she is based out of Universal City, Texas, which is in the San Antonio, South and Central uh, Texas market. All right, there it is. Congratulations to Jeannie Knotts, Universal City, uh, which actually is in the South Texas listening area right uh but anyways we we sold a lot of tickets it was a tremendous tremendous fundraiser we got to do a, some amazing live remotes uh including at the cplc office which leads me to tell you about our first guests uh who are in studio uh meg, uh, meg finley is the director of the development for the catholic pro-life community and also with her here in studio uh first time i believe i've done an in-studio interview with uh, mike weller who is board chairman and current interim executive director. And if there's an interim executive director, that must mean there must be an executive director uh, coming down uh, the pikes uh, soon, and we'll ask him about that. Uh, we'll be talking about the 28th Annual Bishop's Pro-Life Dinner, uh, which is coming up on March 20th, so very, very soon, only 12 days from now. It's in person, and it is virtual. You can do either one, and so we'll tell you all about that and how you can get your tickets and how you can be involved, either one of those options. And then, since it's the second Monday of the month, we also are going to have our typical Young Catholic Professional segment during the second half of the program, and Peter Bluth, the National Vice President, is going to be joining us by phone, along with the new... Uh, chapter president of the Dallas Young Catholic Professionals. His name is Andrew Arandando, and uh, he works at uh, Jimmy John's and uh, professionally, and then he's also the chapter president for the YCP Dallas. So look forward to talking to those two gentlemen as we talk about uh, evangelization to young people and all the fun things that are going on with the YCP. All right, so that is it. And again, thank you very much for your support of the uh, the car raffle. It was really, really successful, and it, it, it allows us to just breathe a sigh of relief until 
our next fundraiser, which is going to be September, um, March 23rd through the 26th, which is our, uh, um, spring Shurathon. And the theme is celebrating the year of St. Joseph. And so we'll be talking about St. Joseph a lot, um, and raising funds to keep Catholic radio on the air. All right. So that does it. Let's get right to our first segment. And I have, as I mentioned in studio, uh, Meg Finley, director of development and also Mike Weller, board chairman, current interim executive director. And so welcome to both of you. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you very much, Dave. I appreciate you having us. Yeah, so yeah, make sure you get real close to those microphones. Right. And, and Meg, good to see you uh, as well. Yeah, it should be on. Is it on for you, Meg? Yeah, go ahead and turn that. Uh, there you go. Hopefully I am. Yeah, yeah, you. you sound great. Well, good to, good to see both of you. All right, so uh, before, I got asked the $64,000 question because uh, Becky Vesosky, uh previously was executive director. I don't remember exactly when she resigned, but you've been without an executive director for a while. Are you able to give us, Mike, any status on that search and if you've hired anybody and when we can expect an announcement? Well, we can't give you an announcement on a specific individual right now because we're still working through uh, approvals and, and board meetings, but we're really close. Okay. And we should be able to uh, get you somebody pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And when that person is announced, it's going to be email blast on the website, Facebook, and the whole bit, right? Absolutely. And you'll and, be first on our list. And that person will immediately arrange an interview with me, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, yeah, we were out at the CPLC office uh, a couple of weeks ago and did a whole segment on the upcoming event. But really, we need to remind people about uh, this event, the 20th Annual Bishop's Pro-Life Dinner, March 20th, in person or virtual. And so I got uh, Meg's take on it quite a bit. So, Mike, tell our listeners uh, how you made the decision. Uh, last year, it was completely virtual. I think everything until be- previous to that was only in person. But this is your first kind of hybrid event, huh? Actually, from what we can tell, we're the first major Catholic event in the area yeah. that's going to be in person. And it's really important to us because for 25 years, we've been bringing people together. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. been bringing people together for life to celebrate the moms and celebrate the babies, hear the stories. Mm-hmm. And we're finally able to get back together again. We celebrate every life that we save. But the best time is when we can get a whole room full of people together and a whole group of people online to celebrate with us. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. why this dinner is so important. Yeah. Tell us about the restrictions. I understand, was it... 500 or how many people can actually be in the the venue? It's going to be uh, over at the Renaissance Addison Hotel. And uh, again, in person and online as well. Also want to thank, of course, Bishop Burns, because the event is named after him and the honorary chairs, Michael G. and Joanne Murray. Uh, wonderful people. We'll talk about the uh, the speakers and performers uh, as well. But how many people can actually buy tickets and be there physically? So physically, we can have 600 people in the venue. Okay. Normally, we do about 2,000. Um, but because of the uh, COVID restrictions, we're able to spread out a little bit more. Uh, we're going to use large tables with less people on them. So mm-hmm. for all of you that are already scheduled to come in, please remember, you're going to have to clap really loudly because <laughs> you're going to have to cover for the people that aren't Yeah, coming. right, right. But uh, it's about 600. Uh, we have the same number of tables, so it's going to look like a, the same sea of people that we always have. Mm-hmm. Do you have any indication yet of the desire to be there in person? Or the, or the t- I mean, do we? Uh, is it going really fast? And I think we even said then, because this is only 12 days away, if you want to get those tickets, you got to get them fast because you're not selling 2,000 of them, right? 
Absolutely. Meg, do you want to field this one? I would love to because I can tell you in the last two days, the tickets are really going quickly. And we're Mm -hmm. so excited by seeing all of the reservations that are coming in online. Uh, We are probably, well, we, let's just put it this way. We, only have a few tables left at oh, this is that point. Right? So if you want to be there, you definitely need to be making your reservations. Call the office, go to the website, prolifedallas.org slash dinner, um, and make those reservations now, especially because there's also the thought that the ticket price increases on Wednesday. Mm. So right now they're just $125 each. All right. ProLifeDallas.org is the website. Yes. Uh, you can go and get your tickets again. March 20th, uh, that's just a week from Saturday, right? So a week from days. Saturday, 12 <laughs> days away, but who's counting? Uh, and it's uh, the Bishop's uh, Pro-Life Dinner. Um, I actually did an interview, and thank you for setting this up, with uh, uh, Francesca Battistelli. And uh, she is going to be performing and maybe giving a little bit of her testimony. We can talk about that, and we'll play that interview here in a moment. Uh, but I'm also very excited, and we had a chance to speak with him when we did the live remote out at your office, uh, Jason Jones. Uh, Mike, tell us about uh, why this is a, 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 a good and appropriate speaker for the event this year. Well, Jason's a great speaker, but if you think about pro-life and you think about what's happening right now, mm-hmm. Uh, literally, I just watched his latest movie yesterday because it's all over the pay the uh, pay for use right now. Yeah, um, Divided Hearts of America. The whole idea behind Jason is finding ways to reach people with the message mm-hmm. that life's important. Not trying to yell at them or trying to force it on them, but get them to just understand the reality of what we're dealing with. And so he has this unique perspective when he talks uh, to people and when he talks to these audiences about what's really happening. Yeah. How do you get an understanding of the ground roots and the way things are working in pro-life? Because a lot of it is filtered through the media. Mm-hmm. He's a great example of somebody that will come up and actually walk through Exactly what's going on. Yeah. That's, uh, it's a great approach because, uh, my understanding is, is that he is trying to talk to people on both sides and kind of uh, find out, not to say middle ground because abortion is, you know, kind of a black and white, uh, you know, right and wrong kind of issue, but at the same time, hearing people out and uh, trying to figure out where, where, you know, where we can do this. And there's not really much of that in our culture these days because it's most of us like the echo chamber. We just like to hear people, you know, kind of regurgitate back what we believe. And so, uh, tell us what else, uh, Mike is going to be a part of this event. I remember asking Meg about this and she said it's going to kind of look and feel very similar to, to past events. Some of the other things, auctions and, yep. uh, silent auctions. Well, what else? will people experience, especially if they're there in person? Sure. I mean, keep in mind that this has been the largest pro-life dinner in the great state of Texas in forever, Mm -hmm. over 25 years. We are going to have live auctions. We're going to have silent auctions. You can win up to $10,000 on our gift card raffle. Um, We're going to have these wonderful stories about moms that chose life, true stories, that gets you to understand not just what happens, but you can feel the hope. You can feel the success behind saving these babies and these moms and giving them the help to move on mm-hmm. and be in command of their own lives. Yeah, And it's just a wonderful feeling at, at the environment of this event. Uh, the entertainment's going to be great. 
Francesca Battistelli. She's wonderful. Uh, I actually saw her right after I left Unplanned, believe it or not. And she, uh, one of her songs is one of the front runners uh, in Unplanned. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of a nice environment. Um, should be a lot of fun. Um, Jason Jones, you mentioned, is going to be there. Uh, and lots of opportunities to see and interact with people that think the way that you think, mm-hmm. that believe in the gospel of life and believe that every life is precious. Yeah. As you speak, I, I sense uh, a, a really uh, a impressive intensity and, and an excitement about this topic. I mean, I can tell this is something that really is deep in your soul, uh, the, the, the life issue. And I know the same can be said about your wife, Barbara, who has worked and helped us on our Summer Speaker Series event. Where does that come from? You're a busy guy. You run a company. You got a lot of things probably tugging at you, but you're, 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 you're devoting a lot of time to the CPLC. Why, why from a personal standpoint, is this, is this issue so important? Well, life to me started it's going to sound a little strange, but life to me started with death. Mm-hmm. I was stuck in the towers, Tower 1 on 9-11 with death all around me. And God came to me and he told me that I needed to start working for life. Yeah. Right after that, we adopted our sons and built our family through adoption. Our life, my life, is here to help others to choose that. Yeah. Yeah, so we're talking about 9-11. You were there when the... uh, Okay, wow. And I remember you gave that testimony a number of years ago when Gloria Purvis uh, was stuck in an airplane (laughs) in the tarmac. Um, Mike Weller, my guest, uh, board chairman, current interim executive director. Sounds like he's going to be booted from that second uh, title here uh, soon, and I'm sure you're very excited. That that that. is my goal. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Meg Meg Finley, director of development. Uh, I want to roll the Francesca Battistelli one in just a moment, but since you are the director of development and that's, you know, fundraising, Mm -hmm. this event is, is obviously your I believe your biggest fundraiser of the year. What 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 are the needs? And uh, hopefully, when people come, they they pay the one twenty five or whatever, or they they buy the stream, and then there's going to be additional. You know, please help support it. What are the needs right now, and how are you all doing? Well, we are very grateful for this opportunity to bring people together, as Mike has said, and it is our largest fundraiser of the year. Um, it, from from all of the monies that are given, whether it be from buying a ticket or buying a raffle ticket, any participation that anyone does, we ensure, I should say, you ensure that the ministries are going to be able to continue meeting those moms where they are, um, helping them with whatever crisis they may be in, whether it be a crisis of healing that they need, whether it be a crisis of a decision, an abortion decision, we're meeting them on the streets. Um, it is your support that makes every single ministry possible. It makes the education of our students possible so that we can change the culture from the start and hopefully never have those children, those teens reach these these crisis decisions. Mm-hmm. And so um, where the needs are, the needs are there at all times to make sure that we can continue this without any interruption at all. Yeah. And I was just thinking as uh, we're talking here that I've done interviews, I started to jot it down with Sidewalk Counseling and Speakers Bureau and Rachel's Vineyard and the Gabriel Angel Program. And people may think, well, these are all these great individual groups and doing great work, but these all fall under 
the umbrella of the CPLC. Is it nine nine, nine different ministries, right? Um, it, it is. We have our our entire organization built on three pillars, and that is supportive services, education, and community engagement. And all of these ministries fall under that. Mm-hmm. And we make sure that every single one of them is fully supported because if you take any one leg of that out, you you're unbalanced and you're going to fall over. And we recognize the need to keep all of them working together in, in, in unity for life because we protect it, as Mike said. It, every life is precious. Every life is sacred and, re, and requires the dignity that we need to give them with the ministries that we have. Yes. Uh, 28th Annual Bishop's Pro-Life Dinner, March 20th, uh, in person and vi- vi- virtual. I was going to say visual. Uh, <laughs> Renaissance Addison Hotel. And Meg said, uh, really down to just a, a few tables remaining. Go to ProLifeDallas.org. I want to roll the interview with Francesca Battistelli, and then I'll get your comments about this and and how you chose her, because uh, it so we don't uh, duplicate any information. I, I forget exactly what we talked about, but I enjoyed talking to her. <laughs> but uh, is this ready to roll? Okay, so here's my uh, interview that I did with uh, Francesca Battistelli, who is going to be here in person uh, next Saturday on the 20th to not only perform, but also give some of her testimony as well. So here's the interview. All right, we are talking about the 28th Annual Bishop's Pro-Life Dinner. It's Saturday, March 20th, coming up very soon. The featured performer will be Francesca Battistelli. And we have her on the line for a few minutes to talk about her uh, time with us on the 20th. Uh, Francesca, thanks for being on the program with me today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I think a lot of people are familiar with your voice. And uh, I was mentioning before we started that song, Holy Spirit, is just absolutely anointed. It's one of my favorite Christian songs of all time. And also, uh, you had uh, one of the hit songs from the Unplanned movie, This Could Change Everything. Uh, reading your bio, you grew up in a, a musical family. Was it kind of early on that you realized that God was calling you to, to this kind of a career and uh, as a Christian singer? Yeah, it was pretty early on in my life. Um, my parents both came from the theater world, and um, so I loved music, was exposed to a lot of great music early on, and um, just had a lot of great experiences. I was homeschooled, and I was in theater and dance, and, and I started writing songs in high school, and that's when I really felt like God was calling me to, you know, to worship music and just to do what I'm doing now. <laughs> And, you know, Christian music has been so amazingly popular. In fact, the number one radio station in Dallas-Fort Worth is a Christian music station. And uh, did you have particular uh, influences or people you looked up to or kind of modeled yourself after the, the, some of the big names in Christian music? You know, I, I listened to and loved so many different artists growing up. Um, some of my favorites were Nicole Nordman and Stephen Curtis Chapman, who I've gotten to actually perform with now, which is just so so crazy when you look back, you know, on your life and the things that you never thought you'd get to do. And um, but yeah, I love the Christian music community, and I think um, it's just a really a really great you know, community to be a part of, and they've welcomed me in. I've been doing this 14 years now, but uh, still feel like a newbie sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, first debut album, uh, solo debut, I guess, 2008, so you've been doing this for a long time. Uh, I mentioned the song Holy Spirit. 2014, you won a Grammy uh, for that song, Holy Spirit, which I'm sure everybody listening is familiar with that if they listen to Christian music. Tell us about that and how, how big of a deal was it to win a Grammy for that? Man, you know, it was so amazing. I had been nominated before and had been 
uh, you know, been at the Grammys and not won. And that year, I think it was actually 16, so I was pregnant with um, our son Isaac. And we were, I was due like a month after or a couple of weeks after the Grammy. So we didn't go that year, uh, which is, of course, just ironic. But I was so excited, and it was such an honor. I was sitting uh, at my in-law's house in my pajamas watching the live stream, <laughs> <laughs> and they said my name, and I think they totally butchered it and didn't say it right, but it was still a very, <laughs> a very, very cool honor. Yeah, you still get the award, even if they mispronounce yeah, your name, yeah. right? Uh, it still counts. Uh, tell, us, <laughs> tell us about, uh, you know, here you've, you've uh, had a song that played in that, the hit movie Unplanned, Abby Johnson's story, and here you are coming to uh, Dallas to speak at the CPLC, uh, Bishop's Pro-Life Dinner. Why, why is the, 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 the pro-life issue important to you personally? You know, I have five beautiful children and the Lord has just blessed us so much in that, in that area. And we're so thankful. And I think that, you know, even before I had kids, this was something I was passionate about and believed in, but I don't know how anyone who um, has witnessed the miracle of life or been anywhere close to it um, can have a different stance on this issue, especially someone who calls himself a believer and the world we're living in is growing so much darker. I mean, our own nation is growing darker day by day in regards to this issue. And so um, anything, if there's any way I can lend my voice or my influence um, to, you know, just helping people understand the um, the beauty and sanctity of life. And, you know, we're all made in the image of God. And, and, I, and I, I don't know how. <laughs> I really can't wrap my head around uh, people who don't understand that. But that's why we need to use our voice and, you know, continue to spread the gospel and the truth of, um, of what, you know, the pro-life movement stands for. Yes. And how did you connect with the team with the Unplanned movie? Do you know Abby Johnson or uh, how did they choose you or you choose them? Uh, how did that come about? Yeah, they, they actually found me and I'm, I'm so thankful because we wrote that song, um, before the movie was, was out and, you know, before the movie was even a thing. And we really felt like it had purpose and had, um, it, it, it was a special song. And so they, they saw that too. And I was so excited. I got to meet Abby after the movie came out, um, at an event in Times Square. Actually, it was a pro-life event in Times Square about a year maybe after the movie came out. I can't remember now. Um, and that was really, really, really special. We got to play that song and, um, you know, see how many people from New York were were there. Um, there were definitely some yelling at us, but most of them were there uh, in support. And it was a beautiful thing. And I was born in Manhattan. That's kind of my home. And so to see people, you know, praising the name of Jesus um, in the middle of Times Square was really special, and Abby was was such a delight. Yes. Uh, uh, of course, you're going to be the feature performer at the Bishop's Pro-Life Dinner, March 20th, uh, benefiting the Catholic pro-life community. You know, it's you're a, a performer, a musician, and then you're also going to be talking. How, how? What can people expect when they come on the 20th or watch on the live stream? How do you kind of mix in the testimony and the music and kind of make it uh, a really enjoyable experience for everybody? Yeah, well, I'm I'm so excited. I tend to talk a lot in my concerts, so it's going to be a, a natural a natural um, expression for me. But um, yeah, there'll be stories behind songs and some some fun acoustic 
moments and then just the sharing of my story. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and tell tell me about the the the, the songwriting process. Do you write most of your songs uh, when you perform? What what are you trying to do? Uh, what what kind of experience would you like the uh, the listener, the the person experiencing your music, to come away with? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, I do write uh, most of my songs or co-write them. That's a big thing in Nashville, which um, was terrifying to me at first as a, as a young <laughs> songwriter to have to like you know, say, do you like this idea to a random stranger? But <laughs> it's, been, it's been one of my favorite things about living here and um, and just being in this industry is co-writing is really fun. So um, sometimes the music comes first, sometimes the lyrics, sometimes they come at the same time. But, you know, when people listen to my music, I hope they um, just hear the, hear the message of Christ and that they are blessed and challenged and encouraged um, just to know him more. That's, that's my biggest... You mentioned your uh, five children, your husband, Matthew, uh, from the, the, the group New Song. Are, are your kids already into music? Or, uh, they're certainly grown up in a musical family, aren't they? Have they already started to, 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 to catch it? Oh, my goodness. They are all so musical. We're, we're constantly shaking our heads that they have such great pitch and such great little voices. Um, my son, is my oldest son is 10, and he... Um, plays piano and you know they're all just finding their way but i think it's not something we would ever push them into but um i think even just to have you know those skills uh for anyone whether you are a musician in life or not just to be able to play instruments and know how to sing is a great thing so i'm i'm excited for that yeah well we're all excited for march 20th as well francesca battistelli did i pronounce that right uh, francesca battistelli is that right yes, perfect. <laughs> all right uh 28th annual bishops pro-life dinner she'll be the featured performer we're also going to hear from jason jones as well who i interviewed uh recently it's going to be a great event uh, prolifedallas.org is uh the website and you can get your tickets there so francesca great speaking with you and i look forward to hopefully meeting you and certainly seeing you uh, perform and, and give your testimony on the 20th. Thanks for your time today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Sure. God bless you. All right. God there oh, <laughs> there it is. Francesca Battistelli. That was a pre-recorded interview, but uh, what is not pre-recorded are my two guests in studio with me, Meg Finley, the uh, Director of Development, and also Mike Weller, Board Chairman, Current Interim Executive Director. So tell us, Mike, about the, the why her uh, how why did you and the the other board members decide this would be a good part uh, for this event for her to come and perform and uh, give her testimony yeah i'm happy to talk about that because i love her and i love her music because she gives that feeling of hope in every mm. song that she does and that's what this event's all about it's it, it's not about focusing on the negative it's about focusing on the celebration mm-hmm. celebrating the lives that have been saved so many lives over 10,000 have been saved by the CPLC and moms and touching those moms and helping those moms. Francesca's wonderful because her songs come from her own heart and you can feel it. They warm you. They make you feel a little more happy, a little yeah. more comfortable. Um, getting to see her is going to be great. I actually have seen her once before. Believe it or not, it was on the same day as our Pay It Forward event for Unplanned. Oh, is that it right? was the Sunday of opening weekend for Unplanned, and I can't tell you how exciting it was to go watch Unplanned and then go and see her concert 
where she brings it to life. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a power-packed weekend that you had there. Uh, Meg, t- t- let's talk about the options that people have. Right now, people can still buy tickets. Uh, you said $125. It goes up on Wednesday. Do you foresee a time in the coming few days or a week when you're going to have to say, sorry, we're sold out. You, the only option is going to be streamed. Tell us, what, what, what are your expectations? It is an expectation that we're going to be there. Um, okay. We are we are very close to filling out the ballroom, so we're very happy about that. Um, as Mike said, it's going to be a wonderful opportunity to walk in and see a room full of people that believe and think the same way, way you do and support the gospel of life. Now, we do have, as you said, those in-person tickets available for 125 each through today and tomorrow, and then the price will go up on Wednesday to $150 each. We also have the virtual tickets because we realize that there are people who are just not comfortable and or able to come out and to be at an in-person event, no matter any precautions that we're taking. And so those tickets are currently available and they include a delivered meal if you're within the uh, the local Dallas area. And so we have that at $85 for a meal for two and $55 for a meal for one. And that gives you a wonderful meal so that you have that same experience of being able to sit down with the people in your household and to enjoy your fellowship and to then listen to this message and to celebrate with us and to support all of the moms and all of the people, the men and the women that we have worked with through all of the different ministries. And whether they're in person or at home, they can still participate in the the auctions. Uh, is there anything that the people on stream can't do uh, other than be there physically, but uh, so they can participate, right? They certainly can. And that's one of the fabulous things this year. It is very different. We have been able to work with Murad Auctions, and they are at, people at home are actually going to be able to bid in the live auction from home. They'll be part of it. They'll be able to see it. So even if you're not there, you can be in the, the live auction. You can be part of the silent auction. There's only a very, very few things that you cannot do because you're not there in person. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of hard to play heads and tails game. It's one of our fun things that we've added in in the past few years. Um, <laughs> can't do re- that from home, right? Can't do that one from home. <laughs> you I'm sorry. treat, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be kind of hard to find out how that one goes. Um, and then we do have a wine pull that happens every year, and that's in the lobby. And just due to the TABC restrictions, we have to keep that in person. Yeah, so there's, yeah. there are a few restrictions, but they're so small. Um, anyone from home is going to have a wonderful experience in joining us in this celebration. Yeah, very nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for arranging this and for being here, Meg Finley. Mike, I'll give you the last word, just a last word of encouragement uh, for people to, to get on that website and get their tickets. Yeah, absolutely. This is a wonderful event. It's an opportunity for you to come together with us for these moms and for these babies. But it's a time of celebration. Let's celebrate life in a time when it's been so difficult. Let's celebrate something well. Yeah. Well, thank you. Very well said. Appreciate it. And we'll be looking for an announcement uh, most likely in the next week, let's just say. Before the the event, uh, let's just say that I think we'll have an executive director announced perhaps before the event. See, I'm trying I'm trying to really push you, no, but oh well, yeah, but yeah, in, in, God, that. in God's timing, right? <laughs> in God's timing. <laughs> okay, Mike Weller, thank you so much for being here. Good to see you, Meg Finley, as well. And uh, again, get to that website. All the information that we're talking about, you can find information about Jason Jones and Francesca Battistelli, and buy your tickets, whether it be remote or in person. But the important thing is, it is the 28th 
annual Bishop's Pro-Life Dinner, and it's on March 20th of this year, in person or virtual. And thanks again to Bishop Burns and also Mike and Joanne Murray, who are the honorary chairs. ProLifeDallas.org. Thanks so much. Great segment. We're going to take a break and come back and have our YCP segment, Young Catholic Professionals, as we introduce you to the uh, the chapter president of YCP Dallas. Of course, it all, it all started here. Uh, his name is uh, Andrew Arredondo, and also joining us on phone, Peter Blute, the National Vice President of the YCP. So we'll have that segment when we come back, just in uh, a few minutes here. St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Frisco invites you to their 2021 Parish Lenten Mission the week of Monday, March 8th through Saturday, March 13th. The mission will be held each evening from 6.30 to 9 p.m. in the main church and will be led by Father Ronald Gonzalez from the Jesuit Retreat Center at Montserrat. The theme of Father's Talks will be Creating Compassionate Disciples. Talks will be presented in English Monday through Wednesday and in Spanish Thursday through Saturday. For more information, visit stfoafrisco.org. Hello, my name is Brad Grimes with the Grimes Insurance Group, and I'm a proud sponsor of 910 AM. My wife and I are parishioners of St. Francis of Assisi in Frisco with our four sons. I would like you to consider Grimes Insurance Group for your personal insurance needs. We are an independent agency working with multiple carriers. I invite you to call today for a no-obligation review of your insurance needs. We can be reached at 214-494-8800. That's 214-494-8800. Thank you. Ages ago, there was a man named Silverian, and he was given the gift of the light. Join Caden and his friend Adrius on their epic adventure to confront the Dark Lord Asgar and save Caden's sister. So you're the prophesied one. They took Bryn, my sister. All will bow to me. I will never bow to you. Come see The Light of Versa, a film made by Christian teens in theaters. Buy tickets today at ViningSisters.com. This is Tim Staples of Catholic Answers. I'm excited to let you know that I also teach high school apologetics for homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider and a sponsor of this station. There are also recorded independent learning courses at homeschoolconnections.com. Whether you take apologetics with me, literature with Joseph Pierce, or philosophy with Bill Donahue, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, it's a great way to get Catholic learning for your family. Mark your calendars for the 28th Annual Catholic Pro-Life Communities Bishops Pro-Life Dinner on Saturday, March 20th from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. The event takes place at the Renaissance Dallas Addison Hotel. Join Dallas Bishop Edward Burns for this special evening featuring a performance by Grammy Award-winning Francesca Battistelli and special guest Jason Jones, pro-life champion, film producer, and human rights worker. The evening will include a silent auction, wine and jewelry pools, and banquet. To register and purchase tickets, visit ProLifeDallas.org. Loretta House in Denton is a pregnancy resource center that serves women dealing with unplanned pregnancies. They provide free pregnancy testing and free ultrasounds. Clients receive material goods like diapers, baby items, clothing, parenting classes, and more. Loretta House is an official apostolate of the Diocese of Fort Worth. All services are provided free of charge and remain completely confidential. Many babies are saved and many hearts changed. For more information, visit LorettaHouse.org or call 940-380-8191. 
All right, we are back. This is the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM, Guadalupe Radio Network. A great segment there with the Catholic Pro-Life community, and uh, we do invite you again to visit their website and uh, get your tickets. I was just telling Mike and Meg, I haven't gotten my tickets yet, so I'm, I'm speaking to myself as much as I'm speaking to you. All right, and it is the second Monday of the month, and that means only one thing. It means that uh, we are focusing on young people. I always ask Cecil to join me because... You know, I, I turned 54 last uh, last week, and so I am not a young Catholic professional. And it seems like every month I become less and less of a young Catholic professional, but Cecil has many, many years left remaining to be a young Catholic professional. So we're going to open up her mic and, uh, and get her take on this also. And we welcome the National Vice President of the YCP, Peter Blute, and uh, also joining us on phone as well, the chapter president of the YCP Dallas, and his name is Andrew Arandando. Uh, Arandando, I think I got that right. So, gentlemen, welcome to both of you, and thanks so much. I think Cecil is putting you on the air as we speak right now. We, we got him? Uh, Peter, are you there? Okay, Peter's not there. Andrew, are you there? A- Andrew's I'm not here, there. Dave. How are you? <laughs> okay. All right, so we got, we got both of them. All right, Peter, are you there? Hey Dave, hey. I am here. All right, good. Hey, happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you very much. It was uh it was a good. I probably indulged a little too much last week for being especially being in Lent, but uh uh but it was a good birthday. So thank you very much. Uh Peter, I know we want to focus on Andrew and and really get some uh information out of him about his role there as the the Dallas president of the the, the Dallas chapter, but I always like to start off with you or or Jen and congratulations to Jen. I understand her baby came on on valentine's day is that right yeah yeah valentine's day little miracle and <laughs> damien joseph so uh it sounds like maybe she was uh, honoring saint joseph during the year of saint joseph <laughs> yeah i think that definitely played a big role obviously um saint joseph has such a a wonderful place in uh in our hearts as well with this ministry since he's our patron for young catholic professionals too so it all kind of came together here in 2021. Yeah. Talk about, uh, just kind of give an overview of the mission of YCP for those who may be tuning in for the first time and may not be familiar uh, w- with what you all do, and also maybe an update. Uh, I know it seems like every time we talk to you, there's another chapter that has started up or is in the works. Uh, well, what's the latest news from a uh, national perspective? Yes, well, for those who may not be familiar with YCP, as we call it for short, Young Catholic Professionals, uh, we are a, a national organization that's engaging 20- and 30-something-year-olds literally from coast to coast now, uh, thousands upon thousands of them, to help embrace them in their faith and to also help them um, progress in their professional lives. The goal being that, of course, if we can develop spiritually and also be in positions of uh, increasing leadership in our communities and especially in the secular world, that we can help more Catholics be in positions of influence. So YCP is building up an army of uh, young professionals in their 20s and 30s, uh, many of whom are at, at uh, all different stages of their faith. So we have a national community of chapters. Um, currently, we have 23 cities that have a YCP chapter in them um, across 13 different states. Um, and we are in progress in launching a handful more of those in cities like Philadelphia, Boston, Kansas City, 
and Nashville that should be um, all hopefully coming up in the next um, 8 to 12 months. That's awesome. And uh, the, the, the tagline is Working in Witness for Christ. And again, Peter Blute, National Vice President, and Andrew uh, Arredondo is the, the, the chapter president uh, for Dallas, which, of course, was the very first one uh, total. Uh, Andrew, let me, uh, first of all, welcome you to the program. Thanks for taking some time with us. Um, tell us how and why and when you first uh, became involved with YCP. Hi, thanks, Dave. Yeah, I found out about YCP through my wife, Sophia. Actually, uh, we were in the middle of dating, and she was just finishing up college, and she took a position with the YCP national staff, so she actually works alongside Peter. Uh, so for the last two years, I've been hearing, you know, YCP this, YCP that, and I've been kind of in the background with her, hearing her talk about YCP all the time, and that's kind of how I became familiar with YCP and their model. And and what is uh, it's funny? I was having a my wife and I were having a conversation with our 16 year old daughter the other day, and we we're talking about her future and professional, and you know whether she's going to get married one day. And I and I even made a comment. I said, you know, when you get to be a young you know you know young lady at 20 years old, I'd. My my first advice is going to be check out YCP. <laughs> so I'm grooming your your future members, uh, you know, years before they even get to be uh, eligible in their twenties. But what was it? Uh, what need? Um, you you mentioned that you were dating your wife at the time, Andrew. What what other needs did did it meet for you once you got started? And also, what do you hear from other people of why the, this group is attractive to them? Well, I came along the YCP a little. Uh just shortly after I began my journey back to the faith. Uh, so in a lot of ways, YCP's mission is my personal life mission, you know, working in witness for Christ. And it's just kind of helping to, it addresses how to be, how to be Catholic today. You know, it addresses how to, how do you bridge the gap between, between culture and between the church. And- so, you know, I, I that, that kind of, it's just really personal to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Peter mentioned about how people are at different stages. And I, I remember, when, gosh, when I was in my late 20s, I was really just had no knowledge of the faith. And it, it was, I was in a pretty, you know, bad state and, and, and needed. I, at that time, yeah, uh, the Young Sirens was a group that I got involved in. I don't think, think they existed now. But uh, how, how do you deal with that, even on a chapter level, Andrew, where you've got a whole lot of different people and, you know, some people could have a PhD in Catholic theology, and somebody hasn't been to mass in the last you know fifteen years. Uh, how how do you try to have a, a, a maybe a one size fits all, perhaps, uh, uh, for people that are at very so such different stages? Well, again, first step is recognizing that you have people who are at different stages. Uh, so we do our best to be you know ecumenical in these events, but I actually don't have to do too much fiddling with the YCP model. I think. The YCP model itself is very, it's its kind of designed for people who are, you know, falling away from the Catholic faith, people who are deep in the faith, people who are interested in the Catholic faith. You know, it's kind of all based uh, around YCP's events. You know, we have our executive speaker series where people just kind of get to listen to you know, seasoned professionals on how they lived out their faith. We have these more, you know, intimate uh, panel discussions, which are really interactive. Those are typically, you know, uh, 
for members only. We've got the networking happy hours, which is the lowest commitment event. Anyone can come to that. And it just puts you in a good position to you know, invite somebody who maybe is a fallen away Catholic, maybe someone who is deep in the faith and would like to make new friends in a new city or someone who's just curious about the Catholic faith and would like to have you know, conversations with people in different walks of life. Yeah. You mentioned your wife was involved with YCP. How did it come about that, that you were, were um, invited and then accepted a leadership role now as president of the, of the Dallas chapter? Well, everybody thinks she pressured me into it, but that's <laughs> actually not the case. <laughs> uh, no, so I got a, I received a phone call actually uh, from an assistant director of outreach for the Dallas chapter and they were, I found out that they had a lot of open leadership positions. And so that kind of piqued my curiosity. I inquired with Sophia briefly and asked her if Dallas had a president yet. And, and she said they didn't. And, you know, they were just kind of diligently searching and, you know, I waited about a week for someone to, you know, someone to take interest in the position that didn't happen. So I approached Sophia and said, Hey, should I, should I volunteer to be the president for the Dallas chapter? And I, I'm familiar with the model. I think the mission is really good, and I align with it personally. I am married to someone on the national staff, so I have a fantastic resource at home all the time. <laughs> That's nice. And Andrew, maybe uh, you know, you, you've got a, a couple months in the role here now, but in addition to everything that our members receive by taking part in the YCP uh, experience through our events and programs, we have these hundreds of volunteers that basically run the chapters, the day-to-day -day activities of the chapters across the country. Maybe you could talk a little bit about um, kind of that, that experience of what leaders receive, what they get a chance to experience in addition to what the members do in terms of, of their own development professionally and spiritually. Mm -hmm. Well, a professional and spiritual development is first and foremost. It's, you know, it's something we really wanted to to dial in on this year and just be to be leader focused because I mean, YCP just kind of is. And it's such a blessing to be put in this in, in one of these positions. You never it's one of those things you never learn how to do unless you unless you dive in and try it and try it yourself. Uh, so, you know, the YCP is the the YCP model has provided us with this incredible, like, toolbox of ways to, you know, to help young professionals work in witness for Christ. And, you know, we get to kind of dive deep in there and figure out the best way to use those. And, you know, it's just such a, such a growing experience and a, just a wonderful blessing to be a part of. We are talking young Catholic professionals, and uh, Peter Blute is the National Vice President. He joins us along with Andrew Arredondo, who uh, currently is serving as the Chapter President of the Dallas YCP Group. And, you know, this is the, the, the Good News Show, and we always like to share good things that are happening and, you know, across the, 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 the Catholic landscape uh, here in North Texas. What, what would you say as far as uh, your chapter, what's going on in Dallas, Andrew? What, what is some of the, the, the fun, good, exciting things happening? Uh, well, in my personal life, I got married one month ago. Oh. So I'm actually <laughs> really excited to be living <laughs> at my vocation. And my faith with my best friend. That's been really wonderful. 
as far as the chapter is concerned, I'm really excited about our our May exec- executive speaker series speaker. We have Bill Tierney, who is the vice president of marketing for Southwest Airlines, speaking at one of our events. We're really, really excited excited for that. He's a very busy man. Yeah, that is exciting. And are you able to what what's the status on in-person events? You talked about the 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 happy hours and uh, you know these kind of uh different events. Are are people able to to get together in person? Are there still limitations and restrictions or what? It was our goal to do a live in-person event every month. So far we're holding true to that. And it, it is difficult. There are a lot of roadblocks. There are, you know, just it's 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 hard to get a venue to agree to host a bunch of people all at the same time. So, you know, it requires a little extra work, but there are those out there who are willing to, to host us. Uh, so as long as we continue finding those people in places, we're going to continue having live events. Yeah. And if somebody's listening right now, or maybe uh, somebody's listening and they, they want their, their children to get, to get involved in YCP, what should they do? I think you, you, you mentioned uh, some upcoming events. Uh, uh, is there, is there a, a chapter website, or do you go to the, the, the general one, or, or what's, what's the first thing somebody should do? Yeah, the easiest way is to follow us on social media. So we're at YCP Dallas. Uh, across every social media platform. You can visit our website, which is just www.ycpdallas.org. And if you have any questions or, you know, if you know of anyone, of someone who has exemplified a life of working in witness for Christ and has a story to share with the younger generation, you know, please email us at info at ycpdallas.org and, you know, tell us the name of this person, how we can get in touch with them so they can speak at one of our events. Very nice. And Peter Blute, uh, as I mentioned, joining us as well, uh, National Vice President. Peter, let's talk uh, a little bit about uh, the upcoming uh, YCP conference. As I'm looking on the website, uh, ycpconference.org, I think it is. Uh, this is only less than two months away, isn't it? <laughs> uh, it well, is. April 30th through May 2nd, work of our hands. Uh, what should people know about this? Yeah, well, we're we're so excited about this. I mean, we did have to reschedule from the fall, as many organizations do. But um, this is wonderful now that it's on the weekend. Um, the Saturday is the feast day of Saint Joseph the Worker, which is amazing. Such a, a godsend that that when we were able to reschedule, we were able to reschedule on our patron's feast day. Um, so that's number one on the feast day in the year of St. Joseph. I mean, this is all coming together in ways none of us could have ever planned. So that's the number one reason I'd suggest you come join us. But basically it will be an in-person experience. We'll have all the safeguards and and whatnot in place to ensure it's a a very safe experience for our attendees. Uh, But we've got some extraordinary speakers. We've got um, Dina Dwyer Owens, um, who some of you may have seen a, a couple of years ago. She was actually on the the uh, the show Undercover Boss, um, and uh, such an amazing testament to our Catholic faith. She's actually, um, you know, in in that in that um, show, going to mass and praying the rosary and talking about her faith. So she definitely exemplifies the working in witness for Christ motto that we have. So we're really excited about her. And then, uh, you know, the other really distinguished guest is that we're going to have Jonathan Rumi, 
um, speak at our gala Saturday night during the conference weekend. So I'm sure uh, many of, of your audience are familiar with Jonathan, who plays Jesus in The Chosen, the new uh, series that came out in the last year or two. So we're really excited to have him um, speaking. And, and of course, as, as uh, someone who is uh, literally playing Jesus, I imagine there's a thing or two we'll, we'll be able to learn from his own faith life and also his own professional growth as an actor. Yeah. So we're really, really excited about this. We do t- still have tickets available, Dave, but we are anticipating we're going to sell out and end up on a wait list because we've had to you know, manage the total registration number um, due to, to COVID. So yeah. uh, we really recommend people go to ycpconference.org and uh, check out all the information there about the schedule, our speakers. It's going to be an amazing weekend, and uh, you probably want to buy a ticket pretty soon if you want to make sure you're going to be able to get in. Yeah, and Peter, is am I right that this is for people of all ages? I thought I remember uh, you and Jen saying previously, mm-hmm. is this limited to people in their 20s or 30s or anybody that wants to come? No, it's open to anyone. Um, what's cool about YCP is that we're uniquely positioned to bridge the gap between generations. All of our speakers, our mentors, our panelists, our board members, they're all, they all tend to be much more experienced uh, in life, in work, in their faith life. So they're in their 40s, 50s, 60s. Those are the people that are passing the baton on to this generation of 20 and 30-somethings. So that's our, our regular programming, but in the conference, that's going to be reflected as well. So we do have a unique role for those um, more experienced professionals to act as mentors during the breakout Saturday afternoon for our um, member attendees. This is going to be a really dynamic weekend, and this particular point in the weekend is going to allow for um, small group discussions led by these mentors, um, you know, leading our, our, um, our YCP attendee members through a particular virtue via these different breakouts that we're going to offer. What does it look like to live that virtue in real life, to live it and practice it in our workplaces? Um, So regardless of your your age, your professional background, um, whether you're employed at all right now, right, this this conference will have something for you. And it's a nice mix of both a, a spiritual retreat and a secular work conference. We bridge the gap between those two experiences and weave them together in a really wonderful way so that you can engage your Catholic faith in your own spirituality, but also really ensure that we're offering those opportunities for your own development and growth as a professional. Um, in addition to just you as a person. Very nice. Uh, the, the general website, youngcatholicprofessionals.org, and you can also go to ycpconference.org and learn about the April 30th through May 2nd Work of Our Hands YCP Conference. And how cool in the year of St. Joseph on the Feast of St. Joseph. Uh, that is uh, just impeccable timing. And uh, Andrew Arredondo is the, the chapter president for the Dallas uh, YCP uh, chapter and Andrew, I noticed that 
you are a performance manager at Jimmy John's, and as you mentioned, you got married a month ago. Tell us about the balance of, you know, being a newly married guy, I'm sure a, a pretty demanding job, and then still also taking time to, 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 to as a volunteer, I believe, to, to be the chapter president for the Dallas uh, chapter of YCP. To be completely honest with you, Dave, I'm still figuring it out myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's all happening at the same time. But, you know, I remind myself very frequently that, you know, every single one of those things is such a blessing, especially today, especially right now. So I'm just remembering to be thankful for all of them. And I use my time wisely. And I don't think any of them have suffered as of yet. So please pray for me. Yeah, we certainly will. And uh, is Jimmy John still offering free smells? That's what I want to know. The smells are still free. The you know the pandemic hit us hard, but we were able to keep the smells free. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I laugh every time I pass the Jimmy John's and see that. I think that is so clever. Free smells. I think that's awesome. All right, uh, uh, Andrew, thank you so much. Uh, congratulations on all the exciting things happening in your life, most especially your uh, your marriage. And may God bless you and your wife and her work with YCP as well. Um, Peter, I'll give you the last. We just have what about a couple minutes left, Sissel. Um, Peter, anything else? Uh, that folks should know uh, or just any anything else before we say goodbye to you about the YCP or anything else uh, related to your work? Yeah, of course. Well, I, I would just um, kind of leave our, our listeners also with um, the fact that, you know, we are moving back towards in-person events and, of course, um, the, the 20 and 30-somethings that are following YCP are eager to be back in person I know there's also probably people that aren't, aren't there yet, um, you know, for, for a variety of different reasons, maybe are still looking for um, virtual events or things like that. And so I would uh, mention two different things. Um, both of these can be found, a little more information at youngcatholicprofessionals.org. Number one, we have this really awesome monthly virtual micro-interview series called Refiner's Fire. Um, this is our third installment. Our third episode will be this month in March. That's actually coming up um, next Tuesday, the 16th. Um, and the, the topic is just a 30-minute really focused conversation about managing your relationship with your boss. Hmm. It'll be led by Marie Quintana um, from here in the Dallas area. So we're really excited about that. Check it out at youngcatholicprofessionals.org slash Refiner's Fire. You can also, um, for those members that sign up, they can take advantage of our mentorship, our exclusive one-on-one executive mentorship uh, program. And so this is a wonderful way, virtually even, um, though you could also do it in person, to build that relationship with a mentor that we'll help connect you with through YCP, someone who can guide you on your professional journey uh, and also your faith journey. they can easily sit between the personal, professional, and the spiritual life. Uh, you know, most C-level executives um, attribute much of their success to guidance of mentors, and here at YCP, we have really committed to providing that. So um, two ways that you may get more involved if, if maybe you aren't able to be in person um, or, or not ready yet. So there is a lot of different ways you can get involved with YCP, and we hope you um, find one of them and uh, let us know if you have any questions. All right, very good. Well, thanks to both of you, and again, congratulations to uh, Jen Baugh and her husband on the birth of their 
baby Damien Joseph uh, back on February 14th. And so may God bless them and bless that precious little boy and uh, his big brother as well. <laughs> so, gentlemen, thanks so much. Uh, YCPconference.org for the conference. May uh, starts on April 30th and also the general website, youngcatholicprofessionals.org. Uh, and we will talk to you or Jen next month, Peter. And Andrew, thanks for your time. Good, good speaking with both of you today. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Thanks, Andrew. All right. Thanks so much. And thanks also to Meg and Mike, our first guests. And you can go to ProLifeDallas.org if you want to get tickets for that event, which is also selling out very quickly. If you want to go to the Bishop's uh, 28th Annual Bishop's Dinner over there at the Renaissance Hotel in Addison, or get your live stream tickets as well. Thanks to Cecil, and thank you for listening. God bless you, and also thanks for your support of Guadalupe Radio Network. That's going to bring us to the end of our program. We'll see you next uh Monday for the Good News Show, and also Friday at 4 for Back to the Father, where we are going through the Summa Theologia. All right? Have a great day. God bless you. Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show.